exists to help people move closer to Christ. We believe that following Jesus is a journey and we want to help you through that journey any way we can. We pray that you grow in your walk with God through this message today. So prepare your heart and mind for this teaching by our lead pastor, Mike Wares. All right, we're talking about peace today. Keep that in your minds. I want to welcome you. Uh, I'm so glad that you guys are here. I think this is the fullest we've had this room this year. And I want to welcome those that are, are, yeah. And I want to welcome those that are sitting on their couch at home watching or maybe on their deck or out on the dock of the bay. Little Otis Redding there sitting out on the dock of the bay watching church. That'd be kind of nice, wouldn't it? So we want to welcome you and we're glad that you're here. I also just want to tell you something that you'll get this week. If you've given to us at Northridge, you'll get a half-year giving letter. And, and it's all good news, okay, because you guys have been so faithful and kind in your giving. Uh, we're not doing what some churches are doing, laying off staff, uh, cutting back on the their mission support. We've done none of that. And in fact, we've still been able to minister in this community by helping people. Amen. Um, and I will tell you, there are churches that, that, that can't do that right now, but they don't have you because you all have been so faithful in your giving and you have helped in that way. So now let's get back to peace. In, in the South, we, we greet people. We'll say, hey, Okay, or hello. Now, I, I decided to look up what hello or hey meant, and this is what it said. It's a greeting, okay? It doesn't really have a, a meaning. It's just what we say. Hey, hello. And, and, but then as I did a little bit more digging, this is what it said, that that greeting actually meant, hey, look at me. Hey, pay attention. I'm here. I've arrived. And, and that's kind of a different, isn't it? So the Jewish people would greet people with the word that we just learned about in the video, shalom. That they would come up to somebody, and like Keith sitting right here, and I would greet him and I'd say, shalom. And what I was doing is, is, is saying, I want peace for you. Now, that's a little bit more meaningful, isn't it, than saying, hey, look at me. Okay, it, it works a little bit better than that. So what we're going to do today is we're going to learn about peace and in this whole month. And there, there's so much there that I want you to understand. Now, I, I can say Keith, I want you to have peace. I could, I could say, Greg, I want you to have peace. I could say that to so many people, but this is the truth that we learn in Psalm 34 and verse 14. Psalm 34 verse 14 says this, turn from evil and do good. That's a prerequisite to peace. If you're in evil things, you're not going to find it. But then it said, seek peace and pursue it. Did you get that? Seek peace and pursue it. We have to look for peace. We have to want it to get it. Okay, so the sermon in a sentence today is this, and it's just simple. If you want peace, you have to seek and pursue it. Can you say that with me? If you want peace, you have to seek and pursue it. Now, you heard in the video that so many times we think of peace as being the absence of conflict. I want peace at my house. I, 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 want, I want peace between me and my kids. I want peace between me and my wife. Or I want peace in this city. Or, or if you're a Miss uh, America contestant, you want world peace, okay? And, and, and that's what we all want. But I think what we really got to understand is what we're talking about here. And so I kind of want to review a little bit of what we saw in, in the video and just help it, you get it back in your mind exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about shalom, 
Okay, shalom, and this is peace defined. I've got five ways that you will understand this. The first one is just simply wholeness or completeness. It talked about that in, in, in the video. The idea of wholeness is there's nothing missing in me. You've heard it said probably that in every single person, there's a God-shaped hole. And what we try to do is fill that with so many things. But the only way to be complete is through Jesus Christ. Does this ever happen? I lose things, like a tool. Uh, the other day, I was doing some work at the house, and I lost a tool. I couldn't figure out where I laid it. And I just come unhinged at that point. I'll just tell you, it, it makes me go crazy. Or if I lose my keys, because I need something to complete me. And can I tell you, that's a, a real key to peace, to shalom that we will have. Hebrews 12, too. We've just been in Hebrews uh, for the whole month of, of June and July. And it tells us there. It, it tells us there, it says... We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Another way, another version says we fix our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. The idea is that Jesus completes our faith. He makes us whole. Okay? That, that, that's, that's so important. That, that, that there's no need to look anywhere else. The second thing that, that really shows this piece is what I would simply call wellness. Wellness. And, and I would go back to an old song that, that, that we, we, we sing occasionally. And, and it's this song, It is well with my soul. It says, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Now, I, I think those are incredible words, but when you understand the guy that wrote it, his name was Horatio Spafford. He was on a boat crossing the Atlantic, and when they got to the place where the boat sank that had his children on it, he lost four kids in that he wrote the words to that song. You see, it was just like Mary Helen said. It wasn't about the circumstances, but it was about who was control in his life. And so he wrote, it is well with my soul. Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48 and verse 18 tells us, if only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your well-being like the waves of the sea. Peace. We can have it, Okay. And, and in the midst of the very worst circumstances. The, the next one is what I would just simply call inner calm. I don't know about you all, but sometimes things happen and my insides begin to vibrate. Anybody with me? You, you know what I'm talking about? It just begins to go like that. And, and I tell you, when you have the peace of God on you, there is this inner calm, this tranquility. The next one is prosperity. This is one of the ways we look at peace. Jeremiah 29, 7. You'll see a lot of that over the next uh, few weeks because we're going to start the 21 days of prayer next week. And this is the verse that we're using. It says, pray for the peace and the prosperity of the city. Pray for the peace and the prosperity of the city. The idea is that we, when we say shalom to somebody, we, we're saying, I want you to prosper. I want good things to happen to you. That's a little bit better than say, hey, look at me, isn't it? Okay, one more thing, and, 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 and it, this shalom is, it's just simply health, healthy. And, and that is healthy physically, mentally, spiritually. Now, that's a, that's a quick rundown of what shalom is. You know, it, it is well-being, it is wholeness, completeness, it is inner calm, it's prosperity, and it's health. Now, I just got to ask you, how many of y'all would be interested in that in your life? Uh, about 100%. And if you didn't raise your hand... 
I'm going to have to rebuke you afterwards, okay? Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want that? Now, can I just be really honest with you? I've confessed this. I'm a worrier, and sometimes I don't have that. Some days I'll have peace. Some days I won't. Some days I'll have that much peace, and other days I'll have that much, and sometimes I feel like I don't have that. So what I want to do in these next few minutes is, is I, I'm going to give you a, a real quick way to get peace in your life. But we're going to be doing this all month because it, it's a hard thing to do. So, so how do we get it? That's the question. And, and this is what I'm going to tell you, and it, it is really the key of it, is that we intentionally seek and pursue peace. It's got to be an intention in our lives. So the first thing you got to do is you got to go to the source of peace, and that's Jesus. If you're looking for peace anywhere else, it will not happen. I'm just telling you that. It will not happen. you got to make peace with Jesus first so that you can find peace in your inner soul to have that inner, inner calm and that wholeness that you need. So, so that, that's really at the key of it. In fact, I want to go to Isaiah 9 in, in, in verse 6. I want you to see the source of peace. It says, for unto us a child is born. We, we read this a lot at Christmas. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. It tells us there that Jesus is the source of peace. He is the prince of peace. And that he's got peace that will never end. I want that, okay? And it happens when I'm in a good relationship with Jesus Christ. If you've never given your life to Jesus, can I tell you what? You need to get that done. Because that's the source of peace. That's the source of peace. The, the, the next thing that I want you to see as we look at this is how do we get it? We set our minds on Jesus. We set our minds on Jesus. Now, I just got to tell you, there is so much in this world that we set our minds on that will not bring peace. I want to share a verse with you from Isaiah 26, verses 3 and 4. If you're in my small group, uh, you would have heard this ver verse many times. Uh, Becky Childry in our small group, she quotes it quite often. And I think it's one that we need in, in, our, in our minds and hearts. It says, you will keep in perfect peace. What type of peace? Perfect peace. Those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord. The Lord himself is the rock eternal. You will keep in perfect, perfect peace. Okay, those whose minds are steadfast on the Lord, because what are we doing? We're standing on a solid rock. That's what we got to do. Okay, we, we've got to get our minds there. We got to be standing on something that isn't shifting, something that's going to cause us not to have peace. So I, I've got three ways for you to do that. And, and, and I just want you to understand these are pretty simple. And we'll all say, well, I would love to do that. I just don't have time. And what you've just said there is it's not important to me. And if you want peace, you've got to seek and pursue it. Okay, so the first one is, is simply get into God's word. 
Get into God's Word. Uh, and we've got on our app, we've got the daily walk, and it's all around the sermon. We'll help you remember what we taught. There is also on the app the version, which has all sorts of Bible reading plans. Uh, and, 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 so, and as you leave today, there are books out there that have reading plans, and we even have Bibles that we will give you. Why do we do that? Because getting into God's Word is a source of peace. It will introduce you to Jesus, and you will have peace. The second thing is you you got to be in a group of people that point you to Jesus. As a campus minister at Florida State, the thing that I would tell my college students every year, I can tell you how your college career is going to go by the people you hang out with. And you know what? They'd say, no, I, 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 you know, that's, that's not going to happen. And I could tell by the people they would hang out. If they were hanging out with the party folks, they weren't going to do real well in school. If they were hanging out with the people that were serious about their studies, they were going to do okay. I can tell you the same thing about you. If you don't get involved in a group here, if you don't get involved with some people that will point your eyes back on Jesus, what will happen is this, is that other things will pull your eyes away. And you need people that will bring you back. Hey, this month in August is a time to sign up to be in a community group. As you leave today, you know what? There'll be a table where you can sign up if you want to. You can go to the app, and there are places to sign up. And we're even going to give you a number to text today at the end. So you can sign up, but you need that. I can't tell you how much our group that Kathy and I are in means to me and points me back where I need to be. Third thing. Third thing is simply to limit the amount of news and social media you look at. <laughs> Can I tell you that stuff makes me crazy? And, and, and what I see so many times is the junk that is out there, and, 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 and it just bothers me. And you want to see something that will cause your stomach to go crazy. It is you begin to watch the news and you hear everybody's opinion on, on, on social media. And what happens? It causes you to come uh, unhinged, unglued. And I'm seeing that right now. And in fact, what they're telling us is mental illness is at a all time high. And part of it is from the news and social media because people are absorbed in that. And you got to go back to the source. Two more things if you want peace. And they're going to come out of uh, uh, some verses that we've looked at before here from Philippians, the fourth chapter. Two more things that I think are really important. So in Philippians 4, 6, this is what it says. Do not be anxious about anything. Woo! (laughs) Can I just tell you? That's a hard verse right there. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Did you catch that? The peace that transcends understanding. How do we get it? How do we get it? Two things that I want you to pull out of these verses. First, we, we, uh, we, we go to Jesus as the source. We set our mind on him. And then the next one is we're thankful. We're thankful. There is a lot of science right now just around the idea of gratitude. People that are thankful are are more optimistic. People that are thankful have a better state of mind, a better mental health. There's so much science around this that it actually, people that are thankful actually change the chemistry in their body. I believe in this, and this is something that I do every single day. I'm, I'm gonna give you a part of my morning ritual. It's centered around the word grow. 
grow. The G in grow for me stands for gratitude. First thing I put in my journal every day are things that I'm thankful for. Just what I'm thankful for. I had to go to Macon this week, and I was thankful for a safe trip because the roads back and forth are crazy. And, and I, Kathy, we had a great meal this week, and I thank God for that. I've had a bunch of answered prayers we've seen answered this week. I thank God for that. Sometimes it's I thank God for somebody that said something to me that encouraged me. But that's the beginning place is gratitude. The, the, the R stands for review. Review. I just look back at the previous day. What lessons do I need to learn? What feelings did I have? And you know what? When I do the review, I often find something else I need to add to the gratitude. Just simply there. The third one is my objectives for the day. What do I have on my, on my list? And, and, and then I take it to God and say, is this where I need to be spending my time? And the last one, the W, is wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, I ask God for wisdom. If I'm going to have a conversation that's hard that day, I need wisdom. If I have to make a decision, I need wisdom. But that's how I start my day. But my day starts with gratitude. And the reason it starts with gratitude is because it reminds me that God is still alive and active today. When I see that answered prayer, I say, thank you, God. When, when I see his hand working, I thank him for it. And you know what? In the midst of the world that we're in today, one of the things I'm going to tell you is if you read too much news or watch too much news, can I just tell you what? You're going to begin to think God isn't in control. But if you're thanking him, you're going to absolutely know that he is. Okay? So you got to have that. And then, and then the, the last thing is I just simply download my troubles. I download my troubles. It says to, to make our requests made known to God with, with, with prayer and petition. So this is how I download my troubles. Maybe it will work for you. A counselor suggested it to me. This, this is what I do. I have two lists. The first list are those things that I can handle, that I have control over, things that are in my control. I write them down on this list, okay? The second thing, th things that will go on that list would be like relationships that might need some help, money that I might need not to spend or I might need to spend. It, it, it could be uh, problems that I can solve, things that I can do. And, and so what do I do? I, I write it down on that list. The other list are things that are out of my control, Okay? The things that are out of my control are things like the coronavirus, the economy, China, a hurricane, uh, uh, all sorts of things go on that list. They're things that I can't do anything with. So I take those lists to God. This happens at least twice a week. I take those lists to God, those things that, that I can do something about. I say, God, help me figure out how to get these things done. And then I put it in my calendar and I put it on my to-do list. Why? Because I can do something about it. I don't need to worry about it anymore. Now, I have that other list, and that other list is growing, it seems like, in recent days, of the things that I can't control. What I do is I say, God, here you go. Take these. And then I wad it up and throw it in the trash because I don't need to worry about it anymore. I've got to download those troubles or they will eat me up. Okay. If you want peace, and this is the sermon in a sentence, if you want peace, we must seek it and pursue it. If you want peace, you must seek Jesus Christ and pursue him. Set your mind on him and then thank him and then, then just simply download your troubles because it tells us in, in 1 Peter 5 and verse 7, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. You got to want it. You got to want it. Let, let's go to a verse in Matthew. Matthew 13. 
Matthew 13, it, it, it tells us in Matthew 13 uh, the, about this guy, and he has a, uh, a, he has a thing for pearls, okay? I, I don't know any other way to say it. He says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. He knew he wanted it, so he sold everything to get it. He pursued it and sought it. I'm going to tell you the pearl of great price that we have is Jesus Christ. And he brings peace to us. But it means just like that, we're going to have to give up. You know, I I thought about that guy and, and he found that pearl. He went and sold everything that night. You know where he went? I have no idea because he didn't have any money. He only had a pearl. He didn't go home because he sold it. He didn't drive home because he sold his car. He didn't have a bed to sleep in because it says he sold everything. And I tell you what, if I could have perfect peace, I'm willing to seek it and pursue it because it's something that we need. Would you bow your heads? This is what I know today as we're here is that some of you in this room right now don't have peace. Uh, some of you right now are battling things that are in, in, your, in, in your health. Boy, prayed about a lot of that this week. And I'm praying today that you can hand that over to our King. Some of you right now, I mean, are, are just absolutely broke. don't have a job because of all this stuff that's going on and I'm I'm just saying you got to turn that over and ask God for the peace that you need some of you right now relationships are struggling boy I tell you you need you, you need that peace seek it and pursue it father We come to you today because you are the giver of all good things, it tells us in James. Uh, Father, you tell us that if we want this peace, we must seek and pursue it. And Father, I pray that you will help each one of us to set our eyes on you this week, to go to Jesus, the source, to put our minds there, to turn off the news and the social media. Father, I pray that we can begin to thank and praise you and remind ourselves that you are still in control. Father, I just pray that we can download our troubles to you let you take them. Father, I pray peace, shalom over every single person in this room. Father, I know that when we do that, we'll have peace with those around us also. So Father, bring peace to us. We pray this right now in Jesus' name. Amen. We introduced a new song at the beginning, and it's straight from the verse that Kevin read. I want to read it to you again. It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. I want to read that to you again, but I want you to hear those words because that's what brings peace. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Stand Thanks for listening to this message. You can keep up with what's happening at Northridge on your mobile device through our Northridge Christian app. 
If you have any questions about Northridge, you can contact us at info at northridge.online.